Right, it was going very well today. We spent like an hour trying, trying to, get, to get the microphone yeah. to work. Yeah, your tongue doesn't work. My tongue, I've got an ulcer on my tongue, so if at any point I sound like I'm trying to swallow a sock <laughs> or I just yell out in pain, it's because I'm in incredible pain. Not because you're trying to swallow a sock again. Yeah, so now we're all well equipped to do a podcast. Yeah. I think I think it's probably time that we, we should, do. Um, we should do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's roll. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a coherent cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I've got an ulcer. I'm Carl Orville. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably uh, kick straight in and watch some cartoons so I don't have to speak for I think long. I think it's a good idea. It's a real short episode. Should I keep it real <laughs> Real short. Uh, so anyway, we're going to watch uh, Porky's Pig, Pig's Feet. Porky uh, Pig's Feet. Yeah, so but, but it's a. feet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not feet as in like trotters. Malform, puffy dough trotters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's going to be Porky Pig, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny cameo. That's going to be interesting. Right. So uh, let's dive into July 17th, 1943. Let's have a look-see at Porky Pig's Feet. Pig's Feet. Presuming at this point that Porky the Third is no longer despot of Porkytopia. Uh, no, see, like, I think that Porky in this one, because he was stuttering a lot, I think this is Porky the Fourth. I think, I think Daffy has been sent, or has come up with the idea himself, to go and get Porky the Fourth, bring him back, they're going to ice Porky the Third, just get rid of him, and they're going to put Porky the Fourth in his place... And then, you know, they've got dismantle. a dictator from the inside. Yeah, they're gonna Oh, so they're going to leave him in charge? Well, I think, for, I, think, yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I think they're going to bring it down. Because I think he's got... Porky III's probably got enough fanatic followers that you can't just take him down because somebody worse will come into his place. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking if they can get somebody who they've already had imitating Porky as convincingly as Porky the Fourth was, yeah. then, you know... Bang him into place, and then hopefully they'll be able to, you know, dismantle it slowly from the inside. We can we can hope. I mean, so the rundown of the episode, then it's Daffy and Porky. Yep, they're staying at a hotel. Yes. Uh, the bill comes. He yep. says Daffy's going to be here in a minute with the money, but Daffy's plan to make the money was. Gamble by the looks of things. Well, uh, in a lift. Yeah, he said he's going to cash a check. I think he cashed the check and then gambled the money away. Right. That's what I. Th- I, th- I think Daffy's so got himself a gambling problem. So you think Porky thought he was going to? Yes, I, th- I, I think he genuinely went with government check to cash it because I'm thinking like they're on their way back from Mexico and they're staying in a hotel and he's cashed a, a government check and he's now gambling the money. Daffy evidently has a gambling problem. Yeah. And that's not his biggest problem. It's not his biggest (laughs) problem, no. No, no. Um, But what I did find interesting was when he came out of the gambling lift, I can... Yeah, like, you could see, like, his silhouette of him rolling dice and stuff. Yes, yeah. And But then then it was sliding doors and there was buttons on the outside, like a lift. So I'm guessing it was a gambling lift, which is fine. I'm okay with that concept, a gambling lift. That's okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but, But he came out, like, and he was... Being squashed. So, you know, the turn of phrase, oh, he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. I think that is a literal thing in the Tooniverse. If you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders, I think it is like a literal weight. He was Because he was coming out all squashied. Oh, what now? Squashied. Squashied. Is a word I'm, word I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do, do, you, you know what I mean, though, don't you? Yeah, I know what you then mean. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could say squashed if you want. Give it a go. He was all squashed. Yeah, we go. There we go. So, I'm thinking the way of the world is a literal thing. I don't know. I think Daffy just likes to ham it up. He does like to ham it up. Not as much as Porky, though. Well, he likes to literally ham it up. Yeah, but he doesn't have much choice in that. No, that is true. Um, but yeah, so he he comes in and knows that he doesn't have the money. 
So he's like, right, how am I going to get out of this? He overhears uh, the manager talking to Porky, and Daffy thinks, right, if I pretend he's insulted my uh, integrity, I go in there all guns blazing, he's going to back down, we're just going to be able to leave. Now, he gets right up in this guy's face. <laughs> and we mean physically within <laughs> physically his face. Into like, his Daffy's face. head is within the man's face. Yes, yeah. Like, it was... It was intense, because it just got deeper and deeper and deeper. It was not pleasant to watch. No, it wasn't. Um, but then, you know, there was a whole, uh, you challenge my integrity, you insult my whatever, and then, you know, there's gloves slapping. Yeah, and then... Challenges to duels. Then I think Porky begrudgingly allows this to continue. Yes. Like, Daffy shows him a horseshoe in the glove that he's going to slap the guy with. And uh, Porky goes, ah, ah, here we go again. Yeah. Pretty much. But I mean, the thing is, is like, like, like Porky the Fourth, we don't know what he's seen. We don't know what's gone on in Mexico. He could have seen some pretty intense stuff. And, you know, if he's being allowed back into America, if he's being brought back into, oh, we want you to be the Porky, then, you know, maybe he's like, oh, I'll just have to let this slide. If this is this government work, he knows what he's doing. He's obviously a consummate professional. So what follows basically is like a chaotic chase through the hotel, the manager chasing them down, them trying to get out, Um, which culminates in them like imprisoned in a high room in the hotel. Yeah, which is quite odd, I think. Yeah, taking justice into his own hands. Yeah. Uh, And they call Bugs. They do. Because they've seen him. They've seen him do this stuff. Yeah, they, they know he can get out of pretty much anywhere. So ring him on the old telephone, and he's like, did you try this? Yeah. Did you try that? Yeah. Did you try this? Yeah. And then they open the door. Bugs is there with a ball and chain on. He's like, doesn't work, does it? And that's the end. <laughs> but I like, but it's interesting to see Bugs develop as this almost like consulting tool. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like... Well, that's it. I, I, th- I think they are aware of... They've kind of... They, they've seen his powers and kind of what he can do. And, you know, he's almost like a... Almost a superhero-esque figure to them. Which is in line with what we've yeah. gone for. Yeah. But it was interesting that he was in there with a ball and chain on. And, you know, seemed to be making no attempt to escape. But there again, if you were bugs and you didn't want to leave, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah, I mean, I think... Because Bugs could have got out of that. Yeah, but he's quite, like... He's sort of eternal and, like... He, like I don't think time's a big concern to him. No. Like, so being imprisoned for a year is probably like, mm. He's got it all under control. But did you notice that um, the shape of Bugs' face was old school Bugs, uh, not newer Bugs? <clears throat> uh, I did not. His face was slightly rounder. It wasn't... He didn't quite have the cheeks quite yet. So do we think it's a younger Bugs? I'm thinking possibly it's a younger Bugs. Do we think they think it's a younger Bugs? Well, I, I, I don't know whether or not they... They're like, aware think... of his time travel prowess. True, but my point is, like, they they seem quite impressed by him as a as an entity. Yes. Yeah. And I think they've crossed paths with him at an early point in his timeline where he's not yes. going to be able to, to uh, deliver. Yeah, on his on, future on self, his, on his potential. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think that's I think that's probably what's happened. I think you know, like this bugs that we saw here is fully aware that he is, um, you know, an eternal rabbit, but. He is, you know, he just doesn't have the ability to help them at this point. But, as you say, time doesn't matter to him. So he's like, I'll just wait this out. Maybe he'll get out and then future bugs will just come back and fix it. Possibly. Possibly, I don't know. We, we may find out. But, but currently, we're pretty sure that on June 17th, 1943, the three of them uh, were, were locked up by a mad dog who runs a hotel. But now we've got a scrap-happy Daffy... And this is um, this is just Daffy on his own, August twenty first, nineteen forty three. So it's a full can, month later. Yeah. So we can presume he either like contacted the embassy, got some more money wired, paid the bill off, which got bigger because of all the damage they did. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing that's probably how they got out. But I mean, this this may this may shed some light on it. I well, doubt it because it <laughs> just sounds like Daffy having a fight. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens in Scrap Happy Daffy. From August 21st, 1943. Yeah, let's. 
That hotel bill must have been a lot of money. Yeah, he, he's a, really working it off now. Yeah, the community services having to do was pretty intense. Yeah, they've pretty much gone, look, we've bailed you out, Daffy, but seriously, you were meant to go in like under the radar, get Porky the Fourth, and yeah. like it was meant to be a covert operation. Yeah. You said you had your gambling problem licked, and evidently you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, it's a propaganda-heavy episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about, um, you know, for victory, but it's... Uh, it's uh, scrap heaps. So Daffy is in charge of a scrap heap. Yeah, he's the salvage warden. Warden, yeah. So he's uh, he's there singing a song about all the different things that they uh, that they will collect and then obviously melt down and turn into ammunition, tanks, whatever. Um, Hitler gets wind of it and isn't happy, particularly about Daffy's giant scrap heap. Which is visible from, like, the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, it's quite large. Or the ocean's quite small. I don't know which. But there again, like, you know, this is... It's a story. So that wasn't actually Hitler. Yeah. It was, you know, it was just some actor. It wasn't uh, actually the size of the scrap heap. You know, they're just... They're they're bigging it all up. They're making it all a lot more than it should be. Um, But they send in a torpedo from a U-boat to take out this... A scrap scrap heap destroyer. Yes. And it turns out that inside this torpedo is a goat. Yeah. That it's a regular run-of-the-mill Standard tin-munching goat. Starts eating up all the cans, you know, starts working his way through the various different piles. And Daffy's not happy about it. He finds out, goes to try and take it out. It doesn't work. Hilarity ensues. And um, that's pretty much the vast majority of the episode until... Super American. Yeah, so Daffy uh, gets visited by his ancestors. Yep. Which, as far as I can tell, are a duck version of nearly every prominent American figure in history. Yes. Now, we know full well those aren't Daffy's ancestors. No, because Daffy wasn't born sentient. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they're there. It's like an Abraham Lincoln one. Yeah. And like some uh, sort of uh, pilgrim-type ones. Yeah, there's, there's, there's all around. It was like, founding fathers. Yeah, seven or eight of them in total. Just kind of giving them a pep talk going, oh, oh come on, Americans, Americans don't, don't give, up. give up. Americans don't give up. And yeah. he goes, that's right. And I'm an American. Duck. <laughs> don't know <laughs> why I needed to add that. But he is. That is true. He and is an American he duck. just shoots up into the sky. Yeah. Next time we see him, he's super American. And he it's is. like He's a V-shaped Adonis. Yeah. Like, and he's flying around. He's punching fighting. bullets out of the air. Yeah. Fighting a submarine physically. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Uh, but then it's like, he, you know, he, the U boat tries to sink. He grabs a periscope and he's wiggling it about. And then it, you know, does the whole wibbly 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 dream thing. And he's there wrestling a water pipe. And he goes, oh, it was all just a dream. And then it pans up. And on top of the scrap heap is a U boat with the goat, the Nazis going, oh, well. Next time you have a dream, include us out. Which, you know, I don't think that's how words work, but... I mean, I'm not really one to say, but I don't think that's how words work either. Yeah, I'm not a not, not master go. wordsmith. So. But then, English isn't their native language, they're Nazis. That, that, I mean, that is true. That is true. But were they, or were they just Americans pretending to be Nazis? Because that's the thing, it was all just a piece, wasn't it? It wasn't genuinely... It was just a bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We can't really take anything from that apart from... You no, know. but we're pretty sure that Daffy's basically had to do it as sort of penance. Yes. Like, you know, well, For we need to... whiffing it. Yeah. So you've whiffed it. You're, you're getting put back on the propaganda films. Yeah. Also, could you do this advert for Alka-Seltzer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that weird advert for <laughs> Alka-Seltzer there, wasn't there? That's yeah. a bit odd. You had to do an ad to make the money, I guess. Yeah, because to... yeah, that's it. Like, like The propaganda piece wasn't going to make any money. That was the community service bit. The yeah. bit that kind of like covered the cost of the hotel they trashed. Um, was the little advert. Was the little advert. Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. But I mean, he did it, so that's good. Um, but next, next, next we've got a, it's a heavy hitting episode. Yeah. But we saw in the previous episode, like, it was Porky and Daffy, and they've met Bugs now, at least yes, once. Yes, yeah, yeah, on screen. This next one has Elmer, Bugs, Daffy, and Porky. Yeah. And I think this might be 
uh, when they're basically going for the reboot. It's like, okay. new, new Porky in, let's yes. just try and bring this all together, get yeah. back to how it was. Yeah, so it's kind of like when DC did the new 52. Yeah. Kind of like, just, right, resetting the universe, let's go. Well, I don't think they're fully resetting the universe, I just think they want to go, look, everyone's back together again, yeah. like, it's it's a fun time, there's no despot Porky. No. It's not, it's not getting very dark anymore. No, 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 I, th- I, I, I think that's... Uh... But we'll see how it goes. It's yeah. called a corny concerto, and it's from September eighteenth, nineteen forty-three. Shall we give it a looking at I th- I with our I th- eyes? I think we should. I think we should use our eyes and maybe ears. I'll give it a go. Yeah, to hear it. At. Good thinking. Thanks. <laughs> Okay, so not quite what we expected. No. I wouldn't say that was Daffy. I reckon that's... I reckon it's Daffy, Daffy Jr. Yeah, I, th- I think it for is. For kids he took to see Porky. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Like, And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that happy for them to bill it as Daffy Duck because he is Daffy Duck. He's just Daffy Duck Jr. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the first... The first part of that... Um, Ballet, I don't know what it is that, that Porky, Bugs, and um, yeah. the dog were up to. Um, but basically, that it opens at Corny, Corny Gee Hall. Yeah. Um, and it's the, you know, it's a night with Elmer Fudd being the conductor. Yeah. In ill fitting clothing. Very ill fitting. And a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Like he's just turned up after a night on the source. That's what I think's happened. Was it billed as Elmer Fudd? I, I I don't think so. <laughs> like, was it meant to be Elmer? Well, maybe not. And he's the one who's just turned up. <laughs> he's like, I'm ready, let's go. <laughs> like, like, someone called in sick and he was the only one they could get yeah. at short notice because he's always available. He's really, really needing some work. <laughs> yeah. <He's laughs> or not... maybe, maybe that's not, maybe, well, I mean, it is ill-fitting clothing, but he was fat at one point. So I'm thinking that they just... That's his tux. That's the one he has. Yeah, yeah. And he hasn't bought another one it, He yet. was fat Elmer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've, no, no, I've got a tux. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and he's coming, running, putting it on. And he's like, oh, I'm not fat anymore. And yeah, it's much smaller than it needs to be. But yeah, so he introduces the first one, which is Tales from the Wood, I think. Yes. And uh, like, it's sort of... Like a ballet of a pretty standard Bugs or Daffy cartoon, like an early one with Elmer yes. hunting them. Except Elmer's not hunting them. Porky dressed as Elmer yes. is the hunter. Yeah, and he's got a pointer with him. Yeah, uh, and he's hunting bugs. Yeah, um, and uh, they in the general rigmarole, uh, the twist is that they annoy a little chipmunk or something. Yeah, uh, and he comes out of the tree with a gun and shoots all of them. And they all do the usual. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's me! Uh, sort I've, been, of I've been wounded. Yeah, and uh, then it transpires. Porky hasn't been wounded. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And then the dog hasn't been wounded. And he's like, yeah. Then Bugs falls dead and goes all flat. Yeah, literally just deflates, which was except his feet. And they get out the first aid kit to do yeah. something, and he's got his hands on his chest where the wound would be. And yeah. Porky moves him out of the way to reveal a brazier. <laughs> 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 Which he definitely wasn't wearing before. Then no. he leaps up, he slaps Porky. He's got a tutu, he's a tutu. on and ballet shoes. Yeah, <laughs> and then he and then he just you know pirouettes off. Yeah, well, 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 he, he, I think I think he throws the um, he throws his brazier at them and then flashes his undergarments. Yeah, and then just and that's the end. Yeah, but I mean the thing is, it was brilliant. It was just hilarious all the way through because like there, there was no talking. The only person who talked was Elmer. Yeah. About the whole thing. And, yeah, it was obviously just a show, and it was just like, oh, look. So it's the first time we've seen Bugs and Porky, like, they're a team. Yeah. But, and, you know, so we're, so we're guessing Porky the Fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, a modern-day Bugs. Yeah. Um, thin Elmer with a five o'clock shadow I, I, I don't know I don't know where he's factoring into proceedings yet no and then you've got I'm thinking Daffy Jr. was brought in one because he fit the part better 
but two because I think Daffy's still got some community service to do and he couldn't quite make yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's meant to be Daffy. Yeah, but they've went. Oh, he's they unavailable. Go, the kid. It showed us what the kid could do. He's yeah, pretty good. He's he's, he's got a bit. Yeah. So they've sent him along. So no, I think all in all, really good, really good episode. It was a good way of um, reintroducing Porky, yeah, uh, or Porky the Fourth, reintroducing mm-hmm. him back into the back into the crowd um, in a classic role of the hunter, you know, because that's what he was doing, or at least what Porky the Third was doing when we first met him. So yeah, no, that was I think I think yeah, that I was just trying to just like emotions have been running pretty high, yeah. In the Tooniverse. Like, well, yeah. Politically, it's been a bit of a mess. Yeah. And I think this is them just trying to go, look, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're back. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll, you know, hopefully we'll see the end of that bit, but, yeah, be good. Shall we meet a new friend? Uh, I think we should. Have we not seen him before? I don't think so. No? No. How's your, how's your tongue doing? It's big. It's a big tongue. <laughs> it's a big tongue. Okay, let's let's <laughs> like let, to... let's watch this. See if we can deflate your tongue a little bit. I feel like I sound like I'm trying to swallow an egg. I don't. I mean, like, I, I, can, I, can go, I can go get you an egg if you want to give it a go. At least then I have the excuse to say I was <laughs> trying to swallow yeah. an egg. Ah, let's. Uh, oh, oh well. Let's uh, whiskey. Let's 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 meet Claude. Let's meet Claude. I think he's going to be another cat. Yeah. I'm sure we've met Claude. The oh, cat was before. Claude? Who was the cat in the last one? I don't know. The, the one with the the mice. Uh, that was yeah. Claude. Okay, yeah. we have got Claude. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure we've met Claude because the thing is that, like, like in that box, it doesn't say first appearance of Claude. That's true. So we must have met him before. Well, let's go and see. Let's go and check in. Yeah. Uh, it's called Finnin Finnin Catty. Yeah, Finnin Catty. F I N apostrophe N. Yeah, classic. Catty. Yeah. From October 23rd, 1943. Let's see what Claude's about. Let's see what he's up to. Well, he's been doing his reading. He has been doing his reading. Claude has read up and he's discovered that cats also eat fish. Yeah, fish with hats. Like, Do you think the, the book was that specific? Well, I don't know. Because the, the fish isn't a named character. No. But he's sentient. Yeah. He's called G-Fish. Yeah. And he's got a hat. <laughs> the bowler hat, that. That's really good. I quite liked it. It, it stays on when fish. it swims. He had a lot of stuff in that little house. And like I was wondering... Like... He's a goldfish. Yeah. He lives in that bowl. Yeah. Where's he getting the stuff? Mail order? Do you think you mail order something and they'll put it in the next utensil that your owner buys for your bowl? Well, the thing is, <laughs> is, is, is he owned or is he just, you know, renting the fishbowl? <laughs> it's true. And, you know, Claude hasn't quite got the idea that tenants aren't food. Okay, yeah. Is it the same house with the... I don't think it is. I don't think it's his big posh house because I think I think when the lady of the manor came home, she probably got annoyed at the cat for chasing off. Yeah, I can see the that. help. Because um, as much as she liked the cat, so it's he more was of a, a similar dick. a similar sort of situation to that uh, early Sniffles episode where we decided that they were renting. Yeah, subletting like, the yeah. space. Because why not? Yeah, what else are you doing with it? So you reckon you just rent a bowl in someone's house? I th- I think so because like you don't need a whole house, do you? And, you know, you don't just want to bowl on the street. But do you think the stuff that he has in his little house is standardised, or do you think he's... I think I think he's had to get kind of specific fish-sized things. Because I, I think the mail-order thing, like, it couldn't be run by fish. No, it doesn't have to be. So it's like, there's quite a, quite a specific and niche interspecies market there. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, a seti that's good for a fish is good for a mouse. That's true. Just has to be waterproofed. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, you know, it's Same just deal. you buy small seti. So it's probably mice running a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, there's, there's nothing stopping, you know, um, dogs running the factory. You know, it's just a factory line and, you know, you've got more of the poor people than producing... 
you know, IKEA produced different sized bookshelves. It's not short people who make the short ones and tall people who make the tall ones. No, but like they don't produce ones that are like an inch and a half tall. Humans make dollhouse stuff. It's true. You know, like, true. Like, like like you can go to a you can go to a hobby shop and buy a small chest of drawers. It wasn't <laughs> made by a small person. It's true. Made by an ordinary sized person. So I, I I'm not I, like. I'm just saying that I don't think it's I don't think it's as niche as it would seem at first glance because there's, there's other animals. Yeah, there's a whole there's interacting a, yeah. with the main portion. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole plethora size, of creatures out there of varying sizes. That's a fair point. So I'm thinking he's just yeah. I think it just you know there's not like fish specific Amazon. No, I think <laughs> you know he's got. Is that the catchy name it would have? Yeah. <laughs> specific Amazon. Yeah. Specific is not a word I wanted to be saying a lot of times. No, 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 that's yeah, why. Like, it was like. Sounded like Sylvester. So, yeah, like, the the episode. It's a classic. It's just a it's just a chase episode. It was done Claude, in a documentary style. Yeah, Claude is trying to. Goldfish need water. Yeah. Cats need goldfish. Yeah. Goldfish love water, and cats hate water. Yeah. So there's a definite physical barrier there. That's yes. The main and crux. The, there's a chase scene. Now uh, you know the the fish inevitably ends up out of the fish bowl. Oh yeah. And then there's a chase scene, and the fish does seems to do perfectly fine. Uh, on land for a, a while, a good chunk of the cartoon he is out and about. Yeah. Um, so you know he's desperately trying to find water. Claude is toying with them quite horribly. He's yeah. using sun lamps on them. Yeah. Like, you it's know, crisping him up. Yeah. It, it's it was pretty brutal. But then eventually, uh, the fish manages to make its way to the shower. It shuts the door, turns the shower, and the shower fills up. Almost immediately. Yeah. Like, the actual shower cubicle fills up. So, even though he opened the door outwards, the weight of the water wasn't enough to open the door outwards. But, you know, that's that's fine. Now, the shower door had a lock and key. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to get to that, because that is odd. I can't think, really... Why you'd ever want to lock yourself in or out of the shower. Why you'd ever have that. And my worry is that something untoward goes on in that house. Either that, or maybe they put a lock on the shower to stop this exact situation because they knew that fish just wanted a larger bowl, and they were like, "No, no, you can't, you can't use the shower. Like, you've got your own tiny house. Like, you use your facilities. You can't use ours. You know." So, like, like when you have like a shared house situation, and you know, some people will some lock their drawers the or they will lock their fridge so that nobody else can use it. And, you know, that sort of just petty crap. Those sorts of people. Yeah, I'm thinking that the fish lives in one of those households. So they're like, no, you can't use our shower. So you think That's the, our shower. So you think the vibe is very much like a house shower? I'm thinking it's a house like shit. a lodger sort of situation. I, I'm thinking in this situation. I'm thinking there's definitely situations where there is lodgers, but I think in this situation it seems to be a house. of aggressive notes on various tupperwares. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, so that's why I think there's I'm a lot. writing their name on the milk. Because I can't think of drawing lines where yeah. and signing it. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> that you just haven't drawn the line, um, but yeah, uh, I can't think why you would need to put a lock on a shower unless you were trying to stop somebody from using it or try to stop somebody from getting out of it. But if you've managed to convince somebody to get into a shower, then you know the dog shouldn't need too much convincing to stay in the shower, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean. But in the end, anyway, it transpires that the reason Claude hates water is not because he can't breathe. Yeah. It's because he can't swim. Yeah, and then he learned instantly how to swim. Because he ends up in the shower. He opens yeah. the door. The water doesn't fall he out doesn't immediately. He doesn't notice he's in No, water. it shuts. He locks the door. Yeah, swallows, swallows the, key. the key. Yeah, and then it's just like, you know, he doesn't notice the fish is swimming in mid-air. He doesn't seem to find this odd at all. Until he realises that he's in water. And the reason, or the way he works that out is he sees a couple of bubbles go up and they go up and he goes, oh, water. Which, Tries to get out. Can't, because he swallowed the key and locked it firmly. Yeah. And then immediately learns to swim. Yeah. And, and just isn't bothered. 
And then next we see him, he's living in a bowl. Yeah. And G Fish. He's in a glass. He's in a glass. That's all he can get. Yeah, and it didn't even have any water in it by the looks of it. I presumed it was a glass of water. Well, I had presumed it was a glass of water, but I didn't see a water line. I did see a water line in the ball, however. Apparently, so, that was the gist. Didn't explain much, but, you know. Not really, apart from cats can breathe underwater. Yeah, cats can breathe, und- breathe underwater. And, and, and uh, subletting is a thing, and house sharing is a thing, and tiny furniture. Tiny furniture. Also, that's, that's I think the that's biggest the biggest. Yeah, I think that's the biggest revelation. <laughs> oh, just tiny furniture. Is that fish wouldn't have to provide that for other fish. No, they just, you know, them mice and everything that small just fine. Yeah, bookworms. See, well, we haven't thinking, seen them with thinking, any stuff. I've been thinking about bookworm. Yeah, he's pretty big. He's about the same sort of size as sniffles. That's pretty big for a worm. Yeah, I've seen. Have you seen a slower worm before? I mean, they're essentially just like, they're just shit snakes. Yeah. They're not actually worms, but... But the size of bookworm in this, like, it would make him, like, sort of witchy grub chunkiness. Yeah. Just stuff on his hind legs with a nice little face and gloves. It's weird. So, I mean... I think bookworm would be repulsive, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think you're probably right. But, you know, we're not here to cast aspersions on what would be... Repulsive and not repulsive in the. You did that when that was there was that worm woman. I did, but she was fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> she was a giant earthworm. Oh, <sighs> she looked. She looked way worse. The bookworm looks cute and lovable. That's true. The but earthworm I reckon if he lady crossed looked... through the portal and was on our side. No, 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 no. Because it would just look like bookworm. Because yeah, but like, I... like, 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 like Porky didn't. That's Porky true. didn't change when he came across. He was just a tune. So bookworm would That's just true. look like bookworm. Well, that's okay. Well, I hope that never happens in our world. And I hope that level, uh, is, yeah, because that'd be horrible. Yeah, and so would the earthworm lady. Well, yeah. Mind you, I have seen people who look like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we move on? Well, okay. So I want to get through a couple more uh, in this episode. <coughs> okay. Because we're making pretty good time. Yeah. And there's a specific one that I would like to uh, finish on. Finish on. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but. First up, let's take a quick look in the Porky Piggy Bank. Okay, we'll give it a rattle, see, see if it does anything. And and actually, it's less a, the Porky Piggy Bank now is less of a strange political statement to have knocking around the house, because it's no longer necessarily yeah. uh, so, ceramic likeness of a no. hideous dictator. So I can take the flag down then? Yeah. Okay, good. Good thinking. <laughs> I think so. Okay, let's go and have a look in the, in the Porky let's Piggy Bank. Let's give it a look, shall we? Space Jam Continuum for free. All the time. Constantly. Yeah. Without relay. Repeatedly. Yeah. It's frankly <laughs> must be getting pretty irritating for people. <laughs> or maybe just so, really enjoyable. With your interest at heart in that regard, yeah. why don't I try giving us some money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just give us some cash. <laughs> See if it makes it better. Uh, so uh, it's going to stay free, but uh, there's some extra bits we'd like to do. We'd like to do some live screenings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on our. Uh, End of the year episode. Yeah. We should be deep into 1947 with tunes. So we want to do a live uh, screening of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yeah, which is put, set in 1947. Bang in that time, doesn't it? Do a little live show. That'd be good. Uh, but doing things like that costs a little bit of moolah. Yeah, a little, a little bit of cash, you know. Uh, so Rob over at Kaiju has set up a Patreon page uh, where you can go and uh, support the shows that are on Kaiju. There's us, there's The Prestige, there's Lawmasters. Uh, there's some live play uh, role play uh, episodes coming up at some point yeah. in the future um, and over there you can uh, you can just pledge a little bit of money just a little bit uh, it all helps out as little as a dollar a month 25 uh, pence an episode for what yeah. you get just for us just for us just even less us. if you if you're really you know just listen to just, it all yeah, listen to it all god I can't even imagine how cheap that gets but uh, yeah like it really helps out and it's yeah, it's just a, a you know a tiny bit might not seem like much, but yeah. you know, it will help us out. Otherwise, 
you can help us by helping us increase the visibility of the podcast. Yeah, likes on, um, you know, or rating us on things like iTunes, Stitcher, yeah. or wherever you happen to listen to and it. And giving us a review uh, yeah, on iTunes really especially uh, yeah. really helps out. Uh, get t-shirts printed, wear them. Yeah, run around pointing at yourself, yeah. wearing it. Yeah, just go, look at me! Uh, get involved on uh, the Twitter yeah. uh, or, or email us. Get involved in the discussion. Yeah, uh, email. So it's uh, the TSJ community. It is. The Twitter. Uh, or the Space Jam Continuum at gmail.com. Nice and easy. Get involved. Easy stuff. Find, uh, find us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook group as Facebook well. Facebook group, again. Space, Space Jam, Jam Continuum. continuum. Uh, and You'll yeah. see our logo there. Start Typing Chiming things. in with bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Complete bollocks. It's fine. We're Key- talking bollocks. Keyboard bollocks. Absolutely. <laughs> don't know about that. Strike that last one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't do not do keyboard bollocks. And aside from that, just tell people. Yeah. If you like it, you probably know other people who would like it. I'd imagine Tell so. them about it. Yeah. Unless you've surrounded yourself with people who don't like things that you like. Which, which would be silly. a weird thing to do, yeah. but you might have done it. And then just get right up in their face like Daffy does. Yeah. Right into their face. What would Daffy do? Get in their face. Get in their face. (laughs) It's quite enough of that. Let's watch some cartoons. Let's do that. Okay. It's our boy Bugs. We don't know which Bugs it's going to be. We don't know when it's going to be. And is joined by the Gremlin. Like <laughs> the Gremlin. Yeah, I don't. I mean, is this going to be like a Gremlin, as in like a what? Gremlin from the Gremlins? Or? What's annoying me on our list here is he's listed like a character we should recognise, but it's not a link, so we can't find out. Who I it think is. I've got an idea who he is. To be honest, shall we have a look? I, I, I think if we have a look, and let's, let's do that. Yeah. It's not, not how he, I thought it was. It's not who you thought. No. It's this little yellow guy with like a blue, blue like sort of wrestling mask. Yeah. He's like, oh, red me- gloves. And his tail looks like, like the back of a submarine. You know when you said wrestling mask? Do you reckon he's coming along with Porky from Mexico? Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, hope, I hope so. I, I, I hope so. He's hitched a rise. He's just like... I've got, I've got to go back to I've got to go back to America. I've got some unfinished business, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, "I've got not got a lot on." Yeah, I come with both physically yeah. and and you know in my schedule. I'll come with you. Yeah, let's, let's see. Let's watch it, and we'll find out. Let's go and watch Bugs Bunny and the Gremlin in Falling Hair from October thirtieth, nineteen forty three. Good to go. To young bugs, it he's, is. He's skeptical. Yes, he, he's uh, he hasn't he hasn't met a gremlin before. But I presume he hasn't seen much weird stuff at this point. No, because he sees the gremlins in the book, yeah. and he's very skeptical about their existence. Yeah, I mean that's that, that, that's understandable because you know they they're seen as a you know just a a made up thing from uh, servicemen talking about oh there's gremlins in the machines and that's why things go wrong I mean you know everyone's kind of heard of I say everyone yeah. most people have heard of the idea of gremlins in the machine yeah normally on the wing doing yeah. stuff yeah um, and lo and behold this thing turns up doesn't look like the gremlins from the pictures that he's so. looking at um, so I'm thinking whether or not this the gremlin character actually is a gremlin at all. I think he is a gremlin, just, but I think uh, he's. Um, I get the impression he might be outcast from the gremlin society because in the book it's like the whole plane covered in gremlins. Yeah, this guy's on his own, dressed weirdly. He is just very, very odd. Uh, he has got like, a plain tail for a tail. I just reckon amongst the other gremlins, maybe they think he's a bit of a weirdo. It's yeah, like, oh, I don't like this guy. I, I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's understandable because he is very. Very odd, and yeah. just proceeds to torment Bugs throughout the whole episode. Yeah, like it's really a turnaround for Bugs for most yeah. of the episode. Yeah, um, Bugs's general uh, demeanor at this point, like I think at this point in his arc, he's a bit more like Dirk Gently than Doctor Who. Like yeah. stuff's just happening to him. Yes. Yeah. Like, and he's very he's accepting. Not of it. great at 
dealing with it. Yeah. But it all sort of works out in the end. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he does seem to always kind of come out on top. Uh, so, you know, he's got a natural a natural look. But, I mean, he does have two rabbit's feet. That's true. So he's... Lucky guy. He's twice as lucky as, you know... But half as lucky as a regular rabbit. That is true. Because <laughs> he's chosen to walk upright. Yeah, and wear gloves. Yeah, very much defining those as hands. Yeah, because yeah, you don't put gloves on your feet. But anyway, the game is tormenting bugs. He manages to lock bugs in the plane, get the plane going and off the ground. Yeah. And then he basically repeatedly chucks bugs out of the plane. Yeah. And uh, bugs, bugs keeps getting back in. Manages to get back in every time. Yeah. Um, the gremlin tries to fly the plane into a building. Yeah, Bugs isn't having that. Bugs just gets control just in time. Yeah. Flies between two buildings. But then the gremlin does what the gremlin does best. Start dismantling the plane. Yeah. Makes it a lot uh, harder to fly. The plane, wingless, takes a nosedive. We think he's done for, but it stops about three foot off the ground. Yes. So ran out of gas. Yeah, which is odd. So, you know, it requires not gravity to make a plane descend. It that, is just a engine-related thing. I think, like, there's a triumvirate of things that can make something fall in the universe. Yeah. And you need two of the three to fall. Yes. So, gravity is one of them. Okay. Fuel is another one. Yeah. And knowledge that you are should be falling. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the plane is never going to have the knowledge it no. should be falling. Because in this one, so it's if a it runs out of gas, plane. it just stops. Yeah. Whereas if a person, if they were outside of the plane, they would fall as soon as they look down and notice that they're meant to be falling. Yeah. So there's a, there's a yeah, there's a three, three things. Kind of like the fire triangle. Yeah, exactly. But you need all the of falling the... triangle. Yeah, but you need all the things in the fire triangle. Mm. Whereas in you this one, you only need two of them. Yeah. Wow. There's some toon science for you. Toon science. Learn it down thick and fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's another supplementary show. It's toon science. Toon lab, everyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's how I think that works. No, no, no yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to roll that because it, it, it makes that make sense. Yeah. And ultimately, that's and, what this is and all about. And a lot about. of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Until I see something that disproves it, that's what we're rolling with. Yeah, roll with that. Cool. Data. Yeah, the gravity triangle. Has led me to a conclusion. The falling triangle. Yeah, that's about the falling yeah. triangle. The falling triangle. Falling triangle. So uh, that's what I learned from Bugs Bunny and the Gremlin. Anything you've learned? Uh, Gremlin's pretty cool. You like the Gremlin? No, oh, he's, he's he's entertaining. He was less. I, I, good than I, I can I see. He was be. I can see him and Bugs getting on well. I think once they've and they seem to at the end to just go. Well, that's put an end to these proceedings. No hard feelings, eh? Yeah. Because they seemed all right with each other. Well, that's it. Because I, I, I think Bugs recognises a bit of himself in the Gremlins, just like, ah, little scab. So I mean, he was even helping him along. He was, yeah. Until he just caught himself just before he yeah, whacked he just, the bomb. Yeah, and blew it up. Because it would have happened. Oh, absolutely. Bugs but, has got quite a, quite a swing on him. He's got a good arm. He's got a good arm as the old Bugs. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if we'll see the Gremlin again, but, you know... It's good to meet him. Yeah, it's about we've learned some tomb physics. It doesn't say the first appearance of the gremlin either. So, but that suggests to me he's, that's he's not just a one yeah. time. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh well. Oh well, we've got another new character coming up, and this is why I wanted to get here. Yeah, because uh, the next one up is Daffy the Commando, starring Daffy Duck, and everyone's favourite uh, member of the Looney Tunes pantheon. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. In colour. In colour. <laughs> and that's, this isn't a recoloured one. This is in colour. This is in colour. Because the thing is, is I don't think I've ever uh, seen any documentary or anything like that with Adolf Hitler in colour. Without it being coloured afterwards. Yeah. It's always been shot in in black and white and then it's been coloured afterwards. So this is the first time... The first ever colour appearance of, of Hitler. Adolf Hitler. It was in... <laughs> November 20th, 1943, in Daffy the Commando. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? And Daffy Duck didn't appear in his previous build position, presumably because he's got a mission. Because, yeah, he's, he's, off, he's off to see Adolf. Well, let's, let's, let's 
Let's get off to see Adolf. Let's let's go and see Daffy. Adolf and Daffy. Mm. Daffy the Commando from November 20th, 1943. So, Daffy and Hitler then. Yeah! I mean, Hitler wasn't in it much. No, he's just in it at the end. Yeah, it was like a little Hitler cameo. But it was mostly Schultz yeah. and whoever the the eagle who was the commandant. Yeah, with a tiny eye. Yeah, he had one tiny eye. One tiny they eye. looked normal, but one turned out to be a monocle. Yeah. And it's actually really small. Really, really small eye. Yeah. Eagle-eyed. But He was. This is the first evidence we've seen that there is a war in the Tooniverse. Yeah. Like previously, we've just thought we've seen like propaganda targeted at our side of the portal. Yeah, but it's the first time we've seen like Nazi troops and Nazis in the Tooniverse outside of Daffy's dream. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm thinking it's a it's a relatively um, a relatively new thing. I don't think that that war there has been going on as long as the war on our side has. Uh, what I think's happened is I think because. The Nazis in our world, they they did a lot of like kind of investigating into the occult and stuff like that. I'm thinking they stumbled across some portal technology, some sort of Stargate, yeah, which allowed <laughs> them to kind of get into the the Tooniverse um, and thought, yeah. oh, you know, we, like we can also use this for propaganda. Um, well, the thing is, if they could come out the portal in the states, yeah, it could be devastating. It could be. So I'm thinking what's happened is they've qu- they've kind of gone over there and they've ended up in. The Tooniverse's version of Germany, hmm. and you know they they found a foothold there, and they're able to start you know do a bit of rabble rousing and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so I'm not sure whether or not the Hitler that we saw at the end there was actually just Hitler doing a speech. Yeah, because it could because it, he was cartoonized, but he wasn't like the human tombs. It was more like that freaky Uncle Sam one. Yeah, yeah, he looked he looked like a very human human. So I don't know whether or not he's maybe just dotted over because I think tunes when they come out, they remain tuned. But we've seen various people. I think we've seen people go in and become sort of tuned. Yeah, so I think that's what's happened. I think it's. Um, I think he's kind of went in to do, you know, a bit of a speech to the to the German yeah. troops in the Tooniverse, and that's where Daffy's interacting with them. But yeah, I suppose other other than the fact there's a war going on now. Didn't really learn very much. See, I'm wondering if I think if you go in, I think if a human goes in, they still look human to people in the universe. But because we're viewing it through a portal as well, yeah, it can't go through two stages. No, and that's when we get that weird in between. It's like it looks like a person, but the 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 color the, like the, the, rotoscopes. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't quite uh, conscious doesn't quite work. Um, but yeah, it it was it was an interesting episode. Daffy's been sent over there to. Uh, yeah, you as, know, we, cause a bit of as we expected, he's got a mission. Yeah. That's why he wasn't in the corny concerto. Yeah, I, he's the only one daffy enough to do it as well. So you know, he flies over there, parachutes in, causes some issues, tries yeah. to plant a few bombs. Uh, he ends up getting fired out of a cannon because he tries to hide in the cannon. Yeah, and ends up in of Berlin, rally. I guess. Yeah, in Berlin. Um, and you know, lands on the podium where Hitler's doing a chat. Yeah, and you know. Hits him on the head with a hammer. Yeah. And I can only assume then legs it. <laughs> That's his normal MO. Yeah. Yeah, he just does one. Cackle him. a bit. Yeah. Leg it. And off, he's, off, he, off he goes. But yeah, uh, it didn't... I, I don't think it's going to have a great effect. I don't think it's the best planned mission in the world. I don't, yeah, but I don't think he was expecting to... Be fired out of a cannon. Fight, fight Hitler. at Hitler. Yeah. Like, I think he... Like, like, he has seemed to achieve his, his mission of, you know, causing mayhem... Yeah, but at this point, like, it's still a year and some before the war ends. Yeah. And, like, he had a chance. He was there. Hitler was there. He was, but... And he just whacked him once with a hammer. He did, but the thing is, is, like, how much damage can he actually do to Hitler? Oh, I I wonder how much... Because, obviously, tunes are pretty hardy. Yeah. A human in this universe? Do they get some of that hardiness? Well, I don't... I mean, like... Have you ever been hit in the head with a hammer made of... 
like drawing. <laughs> drawing. <laughs> no. Like, I can't imagine it hurts that much. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, that's it. I don't know. I don't know whether or not because so I imagine it hurt a lot, but did no actual damage. Yeah, but I mean, you end up with like a lump or black eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but only for a couple of minutes. Yeah. So I, I don't think Adolf's really in that much danger. There. So you think Daffy, like he weighed up his options and just or, went, ah, oh, well, can... I'll hit him once with a hammer because that's a good, that's a good story. That's yeah. a good thing to be able to say. You've or, done. May, or maybe he was just unsure of how what damage he could do. Like maybe he, he just genuinely, did, yeah, he was just like, oh well, that didn't really work. Let's let's run away and rethink this. Yeah. Well. So I wonder if they'll have another run at any point. Well, they very well might do. Because I'm, I'm sure Hitler's probably not being deterred from that. So and he's I probably going to keep trying to run away. I can't imagine him. at this point Hitler's not showing up again in the universe. Yeah, well, I imagine he probably will do. Because, you know, if they've got the technology to kind of jump in and out, I mean, it might be very limited. Yeah. Because um, if they've just cobbled something together, it might be very power heavy. So I think it's more like they've found something. Yeah, possibly. But in a Stargate or sort of, of start of Hellboy sort of a way. Yes, yeah. Well... Well, I'm we'll sure have to wait and see. I'm sure those questions may be answered. Uh, I mean, that's about all we've got time for I think uh, it is. this week. We're back on track for our for our two-year goal now. Yes, yes we are. Because <clears throat> um, after setting that goal, we fell behind by an episode immediately. So <laughs> Ah, these things happen, man. Uh, but we've caught up again. We're we back, have. We're back in action. Um, so yeah, uh, come and have a chat with us on the Twitter, yeah. at TSJ Community. Uh, or email us at spacejamcontinuum at gmail.com find us on Facebook come and have a chinwag we're everywhere yeah we're everywhere pretty much everywhere I mean pretty limited much we're, we're limited to where we are now we're some places but those are the places we are come yeah. and have a chat yeah, like, yeah come and find us have uh, a chat and uh, yeah until next week uh, yeah bye, bye.